This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You know, there's so many questions I could have asked Tucker Carlson. Uh, when I first met him 30 years ago, uh, he sported as a kind of a trademark, a very natty bow tie all the time. At some point, he switched to uh, a four-in-hand, you know, rep-stripe ties. I wanted to ask him why he did that since... The bow tie was pretty much established as his uh, trademark. Uh, also wanted to ask him uh, about his uh, shocking uh, but publicly expressed fear uh, that there might be an assassination attempt on President uh, Donald Trump. Uh, but frankly, we just didn't have the time. So I pledge to you we will get him back on the Roger Stone Show to ask those questions and more. In the meantime, we're very grateful to Tucker Carlson for joining us today. Joining me now uh, is Gavin Wax. Gavin Wax is not only uh, an accomplished cook, uh, but he is also the chairman of the New York Young Republican Club. The New York Young Republicans uh, are the oldest, I think largest, uh, and most vibrant and active Young Republican Club in the country. Uh, I'm a former Young Republican National Chairman, serving from 1977 to 1979. So I have a very sentimental place in my heart for the YRs. Uh, and Gavin Wax, Chairman of the club, joins us now. Thank you, Mr. Stone, and uh, thank you for recognizing my uh, my Italian culinary uh, background. Uh, I'll make you a carbonara next time you're in town. Uh, you know, I've heard about your carbonara. Somebody who had it told me, and I quote, Marron. So I really can't wait. Uh, so, so the New York Young Republicans uh, have a, a storied history, uh, uh, and uh, they also have a clubhouse, uh, which I hope to get to on my next trip to New York. Tell us about the New York YRs to begin with. Absolutely. Well, the New York Young Republican Club, as you said, is the oldest and largest. Our history goes back formally to 1911 when this current iteration of the club was founded, but predecessor organizations go all the way back to 1856, basically with the founding of the party and bringing Abraham Lincoln to speak at uh, the Cooper Union, which sort of catapulted uh, him into the presidency uh, in the 1860 election. So the club has been sort of this storied institution in New York, uh, many uh, Republican, uh, you know, big wigs have come through the club over the years. Uh, you know, it used to be much more of a Northeastern Rockefeller liberal Republican type of club. It was the club of, uh, Thomas Dewey, Governor Dewey, who was the chairman of our board of advisors. It was the club of John Lindsay, who was president of the club in 1952. It was the club of Jacob, Jacob Javits, Nelson Rockefeller, David Rockefeller, uh, and even Richard Nixon. President Nixon was a alumnus of the club. So many of the biggest names of the Republican Party between, you know, let's say the 1920s to the 1960s had at one point or another passed through the institution. It fell on some hard times starting after Watergate in the 1970s, as many Republican institutions did across the country. And uh, we've sort of led a 
renaissance, a revitalization of it over the last five years, bringing it back to its former glory. You know, this was a club that used to have 5,000 members. It would host its annual gala at the Waldorf Astoria or the Plaza Hotel. Uh, And I think we've really done a good job bringing it back uh, into that mold as an institution that's sort of charting a new path for the young uh, conservative voices, young Republican voices across the country. And this past Saturday, I think uh, all that hard work was realized when uh, President Donald J. Trump graced us with his presence, not only for a speech, but also for dinner. And uh, we, you know, took the house, we took the the roof off of uh, Cipriani Wall Street, the largest freestanding ballroom in the city of New York. We had about a thousand plus people there. Uh, we had your favorite or uh, your 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 infamous rather uh, martini, the Nixon martini uh, that you made for us earlier this year. We brought that back as the cocktail of the evening. So it was a great affair. We were sorry we couldn't have you there, but we're certain we're going to have you there next year. Uh, as you know, I had made an antecedent commitment to the Lee County, Florida Republicans to speak at their Christmas picnic. Uh, and well, all politics is local. Uh, and when you give your word, you give your word. Uh, but I was with you in spirit. Yes. Let's face it, I love any opportunity to get dressed up in a dinner jacket. So uh, I had my outfit all picked out when I realized I had a conflict in my schedule. I look forward to being with you next year because that's the year we will be celebrating uh, the return of the White House by Amen. Donald J. Trump. So uh, how, how, how did you find the president? How did you find his remarks? I don't know if you had met him previously or whether this was your first time. I watched it uh, later. Uh, I think it was on Real Side uh, Broadcasting. He looked like he was having the time of his life. He looks great. I uh, loved his his uh, tuxedo. He looks to be in great spirits. Uh, you know, we we had a good time uh, to chat at the table before his speech, and I think he's uh, he's really sharp. He's a killer. You know, he's observing everything. He's looking around the room. He's taking it all in. You know, he was clearly very cognizant that the whole network pool was behind him. There were cameras everywhere. He was surrounded by a thousand plus people. I mean, the fact that he came in to the middle of this ballroom and just plopped himself down for dinner. You know, it was it was it was great to see. It was really kind of man of the people. You know, he wasn't just coming in and coming out. He went in, sat, ate dinner, had some diet coke, and uh, you know, he was he was he was having a good time. You know, he met every he shook everyone's hand. Uh, he said hello. A complete gentleman. And uh, his speech, I think, was uh, was on was on his speech was was electric. Uh, you know, it was one of his best uh, that I've seen in person. And uh, you know, he went on for I think an hour and a half. We originally only had him budgeted for about forty forty five minutes. Uh, he read The Snake, which I know he only brings out on rare occasions, but I think he really enjoyed it. I think he liked uh, being back in New York. I think he enjoyed not having to go down to that horrible building, 100 Center Street, and actually get to dine and and uh, go out and experience, you know, the New York that he once knew and once loved, uh, and not the the New York of today, which is this, you know, this, uh, this rotting shell of its former self. Um, but I think he really enjoyed... Uh, the ambiance, I believe it was his first time speaking at Cipriani Wall Street, and uh, I think the venue itself is quite historic, given that uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton gave her infamous remarks about the basket of deplorables off from that very stage 60 days before the uh, 2016 election. So it was a, uh, it was a great return uh, to that, that historic political spot uh, for the president to make his own remarks uh, about, you know, less than a year out from this 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 election cycle, uh, which I think we both believe he will win 
uh, in grand fashion. So altogether, the vibes were fantastic. Uh, he had a uh, we had a we had a world class violinist there, uh, a gentleman named Mr. Maga, believe it or not, M A G A. Uh, you couldn't find anyone better named uh, for this uh, for this evening. Uh, we flew him in from Hungary. And uh, he's, he's sold out Carnegie Hall before. He's a world-famous violinist, and he, uh, he personally serenaded the president at the table. So I think altogether it was a great evening, one for the history books, and one I think the president and our many, many guests will not forget. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory— Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. Now, you gave out uh, a number of, of awards, which you do on a yearly basis. Uh, I saw that President Trump won the Richard M. Nixon Award, uh, which uh, was very appropriate. They're trying to take Trump out the same way they took Nixon out in, in, a, uh, in a silent coup. Uh, new documents recently declassified by the federal government demonstrate the Central Intelligence Agency was well aware of the Watergate break-in. In fact, they infiltrated the Watergate break-in team with eight active CIA uh, informants uh, and operatives. Uh, and that story uh, is now finally, thanks to Tucker Carlson and others, uh, people are getting a better perspective on the Trump presidency, Trump uh, and the Nixon presidency, uh, both peacemakers, no new wars under Donald Trump, ending the Vietnam War under President Nixon. Who else uh, received prestigious awards that night? Uh, uh, well, I'll, I'll touch on uh, the Richard M. Nixon Award briefly. I mean, you've been ahead of the curve on this, obviously, for your entire career. President Nixon was a great man. Our club wants to honor him. I saw on your uh, on your ex account, I think it was earlier today or, or yesterday evening, you shared an article talking about how young Republicans are now warming up to President Nixon. And I think this is an important first step uh, in doing so, what they did to President Nixon. A lot of the stuff we're seeing today uh, in terms of the tactics being used by the deep state all date back uh, to what they did to President Nixon. But uh, in addition uh, to the Richard M. Nixon Award that we gave to President Trump, also I believe Mr. Ni uh, President Nixon was a pen pal of President Donald J. Trump in the 80s and 70s and predicted that President Trump would uh, eventually ascend to the White House some 40 years later. So that's another thing that we wanted to tie into this award. Uh, we also gave our Philip J. McCook Award of the Fighting McCooks. He was the first president of the club, uh, you know, part of a, a, an illustrious New York family. Uh, we gave that award that goes back to the 1940s uh, to uh, Senator Roger uh, Marshall, uh, who has become a, a MAGA sort of America first fighter in the Senate uh, in a body that typically does not have many fighters or 
uh, MAGA senators. And then we also gave our Frederick Rene Coudere Jr. Award. He was a congressman uh, from the Silk Stocking District of the Upper East Side, a conservative congressman uh, who tried to find communist infiltrators in the uh, New York City public education system. We gave that award uh, to Representative Matt Gates. So we had a great lineup of speakers uh, from the congressman to the senator and, of course, to the president. And uh, it was a, uh, a real MAGA America First lineup. Yeah, I was very pleased to see you give the Alan Dulles Award to uh, Alan Jacoby, the president of My Patriot Cigars, who is uh, one of the sponsors of this very show. Uh, and as an activist uh, who has put his money and his activities where his mouth is, uh, nobody deserved that more that award more than Alan Jacoby. Great, a great, a great honor. A great uh, member, a great supporter of the club. We're we're big fans of Mr. Jacoby. So, uh, but Gavin, this isn't all cocktail parties and dress up and fun. You've you've been very good about doing a lot of the guts work of politics, uh, trying to uh, elect Republicans uh, in a you know in the bluest city perhaps in the United States, uh, in one of the bluest states in the United States. Tell us a bit more about that. Well, listen. Uh, right now, uh, we have a Republican member of the city council in every borough except Manhattan. There was a big flip in the Bronx, uh, first time, I think, in 50, 60 years. Uh, all of our incumbent members uh, that are members of the club and also members of the city council all won by double digits, some as high as even 20 points, uh, whether it's Councilwoman Palladino in Queens or Councilwoman Vina Vernikov in Brooklyn, both of whom were at the gala. Uh, so we've been really doing a good job on the ground here, you know, recruiting candidates, uh, you know, helping their can uh, campaigns, knocking on doors, doing all the grassroots efforts uh, that need to be done to win these types of races in, like you said, the bluest city and the bluest state. And uh, we also go on to staff those offices. So we're sort of like a feeder system. So, you know, many of the, the legislative aides, many of the campaign staff, many of the chief of staff, they're all members of our organization, either our board or our broader membership. So uh, we're really building up the infrastructure here in New York, block by block, borough by borough. And listen, I think uh, we're seeing a rightward trend in uh, the state of New York and the city of New York. Some of the biggest shifts to the right, uh, even for President Trump, happened in New York City. I think we saw this past gubernatorial cycle, you know, Congressman Lee Zeldin getting into the high 40s, 47 percent. Uh, these can't be, uh, you know, just simply written off. These have to be looked at as a, uh, a lasting uh, a trend line, a real uh, you know, shift to the right in the Empire State. And I'm glad that the club can be a part of that. And then in addition to the campaign work, you know, we were the first organizations in the country who came out and uh, protested against Alvin Bragg's uh, politicized persecution and prosecution of President Trump. We filled up Collect Pond, which is a full city block with more than a thousand people on three days notice. Uh, that's part of our grassroots machine that we're building. And I think the president recognized it. And that was one of the reasons he chose to visit uh, last Saturday evening. Uh, look, I, I love Congresswoman Vicki Palladino. She actually reminds me very much of my mother. So uh, I'm delighted, <laughs> delighted to hear that you have been active in her campaign. Uh, I, I agree with what you say. I've actually seen polling uh, that shows in New York State uh, a strong swing uh, to President Trump. Now, will it in the end be winnable? Uh, it's too early to say, uh, but I don't think you should write any state off uh, the impact of the Biden economy uh, combined with the uh, the migrant 
crisis, which has state, uh, city, uh, and local budgets bursting at the seams, also has been responsible for a major spike in crime. I look at the New York City crime statistics as published, uh, and then I talk to individual officers. Uh, I just don't believe them. I think, candidly, they are manipulated. Uh, but I think that you might have in New York State uh, the perfect storm. Donald Trump doesn't obviously have to carry New York City. That will never happen. Uh, but he does need to reach a certain vote goal in New York City. Uh, and I think the New York young Republicans are going to play uh, a crucial role uh, in, in making that happen. Uh, uh, Gavin, if folks want to join your club, uh, where do they go? Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me on, Roger. And I fully agree with you on New York State. It's a cyclical place. So hopefully we'll catch it at the right uh, you know, part of that cycle and make some changes here that are very much needed. But you can follow uh, the club and all the work we're doing at NYYRC, NYYRC.com, at NYYRC on all social media. And you can follow uh, myself at Gavin Wax on X, on Facebook, on Instagram and all the rest. And again, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, when is the when is uh, the cub, the club's next uh, major function? We are going to be having a uh, a Christmas party next week on Wednesday, which I believe is the twenty twentieth Wednesday, the twentieth, somewhere in Midtown. So we'll have a nice uh, Christmas party. We'll throw up a menorah as well, even though Hanukkah is over for all of our uh, Jewish members, so don't feel excluded. And uh, that'll be the last event of the year. But going into next year. Q1, we're going to roll out some great speakers, some great events. I don't know if it's going to top our uh, our martini social with uh, with yours truly, with Roger Stone, but uh, we're going to aim uh, for that to be the benchmark of some of our socials and events going into the new year. Uh, it's all very, very exciting. Do you think that there is, uh, among younger people, people your age and in your generation, uh, is there uh, some stigma about being a Republican, or is that changing? I think it's changing. I think the youth are, you know, inherently, you know, anti-establishment, and they're sort of counter-orthodox. So, you know, maybe in the 19, you know, 50s, 1960s, you know, to be a rebel was to, you know, rail against the conservative establishment of the time. And now, you know, the establishment and the media and academia and everything is thoroughly leftist. So. You know, what we're seeing, particularly from the younger generation, you know, younger than millennials, even the Zoomers, you know, they're growing up as kind of a lost generation, lost spiritually, lost economically. Well, I really missed being at your gala, but what I particularly missed was not being able to get a stone burger at the Beach Cafe, uh, a tradition uh, post-gala, perhaps next year. Uh, I want to thank our friend uh, Gavin Wax, chairman of the New York Young Republican Club. And I want to remind everybody to please stay tuned for Joe Piscopo with Sundays with Sinatra.